Welcome to the Sailing to Success podcast, the show created exclusively for entrepreneurs and small business owners looking for a safe port in the storm of fast-paced business growth. Lindsay Phillips is the founder of Smooth Sailing Online Support, a company dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and small business owners increase customer service, run their business more effectively, and increase their profits. Prepare to be inspired and learn some practical tips and strategies you can use in your business today. And now, welcome your host and captain for this 30-minute excursion, Lindsay Phillips. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Sailing to Success podcast. My name is Lindsay Phillips, and I'm your host and captain for this 30-minute excursion. As you know, I love to motivate and inspire all my listeners, share some really practical tips and business-building strategies so you can grow your business. And what better way than podcasting as I'm doing this podcast, of course. And I'm going to be talking to Jan Ilunga, and he is all about podcasting. So he is like my perfect guest. He is a podcaster and podcasting consultant who helps entrepreneurs, business owners, and creatives leverage the power of podcasting and funnels to build authority, network with influencers, generate more leads, and acquire new customers. He's actually the host of two podcast shows, the popular entrepreneurial show, 360 Entrepreneur Podcast, and also the music business show, The Jazz Spotlight. And he's the founder of the world's largest virtual summit. So yeah, thank you so much, Jan, for joining me on this podcast show. How I have a question. Thank yeah. you for having me. But should I call you Lindsay, Captain Phillips? Uh, how should we? Go, how should we go about it? You know, oh, just that I. Captain is fine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had anybody ask me that before. That's hilarious. Uh, I'm Lindsay. <laughs> All right, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. So, um, quick question. So, you say you're the founder of the world's largest virtual summit. Is that the podcast summit? I'm assuming. Yeah, the podcast success summit. Yeah, it took place in between May and June of this year. Yeah, and awesome. yeah, it, it was a lot of fun, but a, a lot of work. Oh my god, the amount yeah. of work that goes on behind the scenes for virtual events is insane. Um, so yeah, let's dive into a podcast. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. I podcast for my business, as do you. Um, mm-hmm. Now, what is the, for those that maybe haven't started their own podcast show or they haven't really dove into that element of content marketing, what is the strategy behind podcasting? I mean, is it just, you know, an audio version of a blog or, you know, what's so special about it? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And we can we can touch upon that from a couple of different perspectives. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a background in communications and journalism. So when I look at podcasting, for example, I really look at it from different perspectives. Okay. So one is obviously ours as entrepreneurs, as business owners. So why having a podcast? Why having audio? Well, the thing is that we can be as talented as we want as writers, but it is very difficult to share our emotions and really connect with people on a human level. We can do it. It is possible to do it. I mean, if we read a good book, we feel that the author yeah. is touching us in some way. So it is possible, but it is easier to do with audio. One may argue, well, Jan, what about video? Then video is even better because one can see me. So it's the 
the experience that comes closer to the in-person experience. So why not doing video? Well, that's where we should look at podcasting from the listener's perspective. So we can't, or at least we shouldn't watch a video when we are driving <laughs> or read an article when we are driving. We shouldn't. So what that means is that from the audio consumption, or sorry, from the consumption perspective audio is better because we give people more time to consume our content mm -hmm. whenever they want so whereas with video and text our attention as listeners has to be on the screen or the book if right we that's true book. with audio we can listen to audio when we are exercising when we are at the uh, gym reading. totally exactly almost when if you think about it almost when we're doing anything, whether it's yeah. cooking, if we're taking a bath. So as a, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, I would really encourage you to think about the importance of you building a human connection mm -hmm. with your listeners. So that's definitely one of the main reasons why I think podcasting itself is a very powerful uh, medium. Yeah. But obviously, then there are some other things that go into podcasting, and that's where the more strategic side of things come into place. And I don't know if, Lindsay, you want to dive deeper into that or... Yeah, dive away. Okay. <laughs> awesome. So I think that, and this really applies to both people who are interested in podcasting, whether it's as a host as a guest expert or as both because you said i'm i'm the host of a, of a few show and actually over the next few weeks i'm gonna be launching uh three new shows so <laughs> wow. i'm gonna yeah it's crazy i'm gonna be the host of quite many podcasts and and some of those are in very different industries like you said i have one in the music business yeah. and then one Nuriel, I'll have a couple in Italian, which is my mother tongue. That's why I have this funny macaroni accent. So, so my point is that it doesn't really matter what industry you're in. It doesn't really matter what your business looks like. And it doesn't really matter if you want to uh, tap into podcasting as host, guest, or both. Right. The question you should ask yourself is, what do I want to achieve through podcasting? And I think, Lindsay, one of the big, big, big mistakes I see people make, especially at the beginning, is that they want to focus on everything. So here's what I mean. Okay. I say some of the things one should think about when it comes to why do I want to podcast or why do I want to be featured on podcasts is do I want to position myself as an expert? Yeah. So do I want to be talking about a, a specific topic over and over and over and over again so that I, I'm seen as an expert? Or maybe I'm starting out and I want to network with people in my space. So I want to build as many relationships as possible. Or maybe you want to build your list. So you want to tap into different audiences every week or every month in order to attract new people and have them go from listener onto email list subscriber. So those right. are a couple of things. Another thing could be that you are somebody interested in speaking. So you're like, you know what? Being on podcasts would allow me to really uh, sharpen my communication skills, oh, my interest. Good idea. I've never thought of it that way. It's like an entry so, level into getting into the speaking world and being on stage and that kind of thing. Exactly. And there is more to that, Lindsay, because you said, ah, I never thought about that. If, and this is for everybody who's here with you and I, if you are planning on being a speaker, 
and you either host a podcast or you're thinking about hosting a podcast, the thing you should do if you plan to do interviews is make a list of the conferences, events, festivals, whatever you'd like to be featured on and interview the organizers. Oh, good Why? Idea. Because when everybody submits their speaker application, if you have interviewed the person, you won't be just another applicant. Right. You're going to be a familiar face. They're going to be, ah, here's Lindsay. So that's one thing. But what could even happen, and that's even better, then you start, you start to do the interview, and at the end of the interview, the guest goes, Lindsay, you know what? I had such a great time. And it's funny you said that you talk about, I don't know, uh, the back end side of podcasting, mm. because in this year's edition of our festival, that's something we want to talk about, and we haven't found somebody would you be interested in being a speaker? That's a great idea. So those are just a few, a few things. So as I was telling you, Lindsay, a, a big mistake I see people make is that they say, well, Jan, you talk about building authority, I want you to do that. You talk about networking, I want you to do that. But then I also know that it's important to build an email list and I want you to do that. And guess what? I also would like to do some speaking. I want, to do I that want too. it all. <laughs> I want it all, exactly. And the thing I say is I understand that we may have more than one goal, but my advice is to pick one and say for the next nine months, yeah. a year, I'm going to focus on this. And the reason why I say that one should focus on a goal is not to say, yeah, so that you're really efficient and so forth. No, it's because there is an entire aspect that goes into podcasting that many people often overlook, mm -hmm. which is feeling comfortable in front of a microphone. Very. And again, and I know, Lindsay, you can relate to, the, to this, whether we are hosts or guests, yeah. it really takes time to feel it absolutely does. comfortable, right? My first few episodes sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I almost have to bring the guests back on just to make up for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the... And, that, and I think that's really important. And, and regardless of what your goal is, whether you want to build your list, you want to sharpen your speaking skills, you want to network, it doesn't really matter. There is that side and we can't run away from, from yeah. it. So if you focus on many different things, you're going you're gonna to overlook what is at the end of the day, the fundamental element, which is being good in front of a microphone. So that's, that's why I really think that it's important to, one can definitely set up long-term goals and say, okay, I'm going to start and focus on networking for the next, or relationship building for the next few months, the next year. And then after that, I'm going to leverage some of those connections to try to become a, a speaker. So definitely we can pick more than a goal, but it's important to really organize them in a way that allows us to focus on one at a time and allows us also to make sure that we work on our skills in front of both sides of the mic. That totally makes sense. Now, here's a question for you. So, I mean, mm -hmm. obviously there's podcasts where you just speak into the mic about a topic for 15, 20 minutes. There's the interview style podcast like we're doing today. And there's um, being, a, you know, being a host, sorry. And then there's also being a guest. Which of those three types lends itself to either one of those goals? That, that's a, a great question. And, and if you think about it, if we think about some of the things we touch upon, so relationship building, yeah. uh, growing an email list, building authority speaking, we see that if we wanted to start a podcast today, 
once we know what the goal is, right. it's going to be easier to know which is the which format is most appropriate. So, for example, if we want to network with people, we would be probably better off with an interview-based podcast rather than being just us talking in front of the microphone all the time. If one says, okay, I will, and obviously it's not like that for every specific goal. If one says, I want to build authority, there are good arguments from both sides. Right, so you exactly. can be... <clears throat> yeah, I've, so you can. If you want to show yourself as an expert, you'd almost lend itself to you being the guest and kind of talking about your stuff, or doing the podcast where you're just talking by yourself, versus what I'm doing today, being a host. Because obviously, it's your expertise that is being highlighted on this show type thing. So yeah, yeah, it matters. Yeah, but I mean, I think you know you. you you, you said it. It, 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 it really, you know, there isn't any perfect answer to every question, mm. but the more we think about everything strategically, the easier it's going to be not only for now, but even whenever we are at an intersection and we're asking ourselves, okay, should I go left or right? Yeah. If we go back and think about, okay, why am I podcasting? or why do I want to be featured on podcasts, then it's going to be easier to know which direction to go for. So I would say that when somebody is asking themselves, okay, should I start an interview-based podcast because it's a popular format, or should I go solo, or what else should I do? I think it's important to ask oneself, first of all, why do I want to be a yeah. podcaster? What is your and mind? then also to look at one's uh, skills is a good thing because... Uh, I mean, it doesn't mean that if one has, for example, I have, I've had the luck that I, I did interviews before podcasting. Yeah. So I never had any problem, but I know of some people who, uh, the interviews they, they do on the podcast are their very first experience at interviewing. So that's also something to keep in mind. Or if, let's say if somebody has experience with college radio, yeah, it yeah. might be suitable to or feel comfortable to talk in front of a microphone without having any guest there, and and they won't have any problem to go on even for like half an hour or something. That's true, and I know, like for me, I would never do a podcast where it's just me talking for twenty minutes because I'm just, I'm just not comfortable with that. <laughs> like I'd be like, what would I talk about for twenty minutes? I mean, Lord knows I know my stuff and I know a lot of things, but. It would be that stumbling block for me. I'd be kind of freaked out by the thought of it. <laughs> well, you know, Lindsay, it's funny you, you mentioned that because with the 360, so the Jazz Potlet is the very first podcast I launched yeah. about three years ago. And the Jazz and the 360 Entrepreneur came later uh, two years ago. And with the 360 Entrepreneur, I really experimented with the, the format. So first I started weekly and then I was like, man, you know, I, I have so many different people. So my goal for with the 360 Entrepreneur in the first year was just relationship building. Mm. I want to work with people. So I was like, yeah, I should do two interviews a week so that I connect Ooh. with more people. And I started to do that. And then I, I think I was at episode 79. I was like, you know what? I should give solo episodes a try so i said okay i'm not a person who manages to rant by oneself for 30 minutes or 45 minutes so i'm gonna try with 10 15 minutes and yeah. see you, how people feel about it 
and I got some great feedback, oh, nice. some validation. I started to feel more comfortable. Yeah. And I've had a, you know, I've had a great time. And that's why a couple of the new shows I'm working on are actually one is only me talking in Italian and one is me and in some episodes also some experts like yourself, Lindsay, for yeah. and that podcast is called the Podcaster Lab. Cool. That sounds awesome. Um, now, so whether someone's a host or whether someone's a guest, I guess we can talk one at a time. Um, what are some things that do people do wrong? And what are some a quick few tips of what they can do that's right? So why don't we dive into if you're an interviewer? Okay. Yeah, that's a great question. Well, tell me what I'm doing right and tell me what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I mean, the fact that you are Captain Phillips is definitely <laughs> a very good one. No, actually, you said something a moment ago that I thought was interesting because you said, ah, I wouldn't feel comfortable uh, doing solo episodes. Mm -hmm. But somehow, I, I really would like to, you know, to see uh, how the show evolves, because I wouldn't be surprised if at some point you're going to experiment with it. And I think, you know, it's everything for me was even with video. Before right. the virtual summit, I didn't do any video. And with the summit, I had 80 speakers. So <laughs> I did quite a bit of video there. But to answer your question, Lindsay, I think that as, a, as the host, it goes again back to, first of all, obviously, what is our goal? Mm -hmm. And I think one of the biggest things or one of the biggest mistakes people as hosts make before the actual recording mm -hmm. is that uh, they don't prepare at all. And here's what I mean. I'm not saying that one has to prepare a week in advance. Right. But I think that is important that you get in front of the mic, having an idea of what you want to talk about and why the person you bring on the show is a good person to talk about that specific topic. Right. It's like if you were to want to talk about podcasting, for example, there are 10 different podcasting experts. You should ask yourself, okay, why do I go for person A rather than person B? So my advice is to first really ask oneself, why do I want this person on the show? And this is even more important for quote unquote influencers. And I'm a person who I always joke about because I'm often asked by people, oh, how did you manage to interview all these kind of people? I always say, I'm a regular guy. I, I work with people, especially in the States mm -hmm. and I live in Finland. So I, it's not that I, I live in New York City yeah. and I, I can go out with people all the time. No, I live in Finland and I've interviewed all kinds of quote unquote influencers oh, or celebrities from, from Grammy Award winning artists to New York Times bestselling authors and blah, blah, blah. But the thing is that for every single person I interviewed, I was always asking myself, okay, why this person and not that other person? So my advice is, first of all, ask yourself that question. Second of all, as the host, you have to make sure that you put the guest at ease. Mm -hmm. and, and for example, my advice is, if you host a pre-recorded show, always let the person know especially if you do like most podcasters like you and I, Lindsay, do, and you rely on technology, something like Zoom or something like Skype, because sometimes technology doesn't work with us. So at the moment that you say, 
Uh, the podcast is pre-recorded, so in case we happen to have some hiccups, no worries. A person feels at ease, especially if it's somebody maybe who's had their first experience right. with podcasts, because that's something that sometimes we take from, for granted. That I interviewed uh, Didi Bridgewater, who is a legendary jazz artist, and she told me, you know what, this is the very first podcast interview I do. And I was, I was blown away because hmm. I was like, I, I never expected it. So yeah. that really made me realize that you never can tell yeah. who's, you know, the, a first time podcast guest. So those are a couple of things for the before. Do you want that we talk also about the during and after the interview? Go for it, man. Absolutely. Awesome. We need all the <laughs> tips we can get. <laughs> awesome. Okay. And of course, feel free to, to stop me whenever you want or if I rent for too long. Well, I mean, I think that what's important to do actually right before jumping into the interview is to make sure that you have a couple of minutes for after the interview. Mm-hmm. For, for me personally, Lindsay, I can tell you that the post-interview chat has opened so many doors. Nice. And a person who interviews and I'm being interviewed, and I'm not saying that every single person you connect with through podcasting should become your best friend. Yeah. But I would really encourage you that if you come across somebody who is maybe the first time you you speak, but you really feel that there is a connection, mm-hmm. then you should really leverage that time. And that's how I got 80 speakers on my summit. That's yeah. how I have some people that whenever I, I, I've interviewed them, I've, I have a few people who I've interviewed for every single thing I've done, for a podcast, for another podcast, for the summit, if I want to run the roundup post. And that's because I really focus on building a connection. I was just so, and you're, I'll, you're building that personal connection and relationship that's going to carry you beyond the one podcast episode. Exactly. And I have a couple of tips on on how to do that for the after. But let's talk first about the during. My advice as a, as a, as a host is even though you are the interviewer, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be afraid to uh, ask for more information or if there is something that kind of comes up unexpectedly. Yeah. You shouldn't be afraid to say, ah, okay, sorry to interrupt you. That sounds very interesting. What do you mean by that? Or, you know, uh, don't be afraid to ask for yeah. clarifications. We, I think it's really important. And also, don't limit yourself to be only uh, a person who asks questions. So don't be afraid to bring your sense of humor if you're a person who likes jokes, if you have a, a personal anecdote or something like that. And even if you have an opinion, that goes the opposite direction than the one the guest expresses. Don't be afraid to bring it up because one of the good things about an interview-based show is that you provide your listeners with multiple viewpoints and that's really an advantage. So I think you shouldn't be afraid and really regardless of the person you're interviewing, whether it's somebody you think is like God in your industry (laughs) or somebody just starting out, don't be afraid to to, to, you know, to be, remember, here's the thing I always say, it's your show, your rules, no matter who comes on the show is your show, your rules. So those are a couple of, of things. And another, another piece of advice I would give is actually have two. One is, and I kind of touched about on that on passant is don't be afraid to leave some room for the unexpected. 
So even if you prepare questions in advance mm -hmm. and things like that, really be a listener because one of the key ingredients of being a great interviewer is being a, a great listener. And sometimes the guest may say something that really comes out of the blue and you're like, in your head, that, that's something that you just can't ignore. And maybe the conversation uh, takes a different direction than what you originally had seen, at least in your mind, and it ends up being a great episode. In fact, I had an example I can make you where I was planning on interviewing somebody. Actually, I can even say who I, I, I had interviewed John Corcoran on my podcast, and we talked about networking yeah. and relationship building. And I thought of having him on the summit to talk about that. Right before we started recording, I said, ah, and I noticed that you also do webinars. It's like, yeah, and actually that's something I really like to talk about. And, and just like that, the focus of the conversation changed completely so there is that there's definitely merit to being flexible i mean you can't be here are my five questions and like if, if they go off topic you got to bring them back it's <laughs> i don't know for me i prefer the organic conversation right and mm -hmm. same with podcasts that i listen to i like to hear the camaraderie or again by listening you feel like you're part of someone's conversation um versus you know a question and answer period <laughs> No, exactly. And I think you you brought up the keyword, which is conversation. Mm -hmm. And even if we may have some questions, a conversation in it in its core nature isn't scripted. Right. So it's important, even if we have questions, to have a, a spontaneous exchange. And then I would also add that don't be afraid to be a giver and surprise your guests. And I love doing that. And every time I do it, and I get a reaction and I'm always blown away because here's the thing, many uh, podcasters, they just want to interview. And this is especially true with influencers because they think, ah, if I interview this specific person, it's going to increase the authority of my show and blah, 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 which is true. That, that you know, that's, mm -hmm. that's a fact, but it's a problem with that kind of mindset. Right that if you focus or if you want a person just because of his or her status, that, that's not a relationship that is no, really good. I don't believe in that. On the other hand, if you approach the interview as, how can I give to this person? This person is giving me 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes of their time. How can I help them? And what I usually do, Lindsay, is if, for example, I, let's say I interview you and you have a new book, so we talk about your book, and then when I prepared for the, for the interviews, I saw that, oh, okay, you have a webinar coming up, for example, or you have some speak, you're going to be speaking at a conference and it's something that didn't come up at all. I would ask, ah, Lindsay, and by the way, I saw that next month you're mm -hmm. going to have this webinar. So can you tell us more about it? And people are always surprised because they're like, okay, I'm really getting the opportunity to, uh, to talk about yeah. my things. And that can be anything. It can be a webinar. It can be, you interview somebody who has a podcast, but during the interview, you don't mention their podcast at all. You could right. uh, wrap up by, by asking them, okay, so you're the host of podcast, whatever. Can you tell us what we can expect? So those are some of the, the tips I would have for what to think about and do during the interview. Perfect. And um, give me a couple for the guest. What are two things that a guest should do to be an awesome guest? Perfect. And when I, when I give you for the guest, I'll also add the, 
the tips for the after the interview mm, because, right, they right. Work, because they work for both directions. True. Well, as the guest, I think that there are a couple of things you should do before the interview. You should understand that podcasting isn't about the number of downloads. Totally. So for you to get results as a guest, you shouldn't focus on the popular shows. You should focus on the shows that have your ideal listeners yeah. tuning in. And I have an example with uh, Jessica Rhodes, who I know you, you know as well, <laughs> yeah. that we, t- we talked about this and she was like, what? Because uh, she was one of the person that interviewed me when I was promoting my podcast success summit. And here's an advice when it comes to marketing. You can sell on podcasts, but my advice is what you have to promote or sell should be the natural next step to the conversation. If I went on Roads to Success and spent 30 minutes to talk about how great the summit was, nobody cared. But on the other hand, if I went on the show, provided value, and then I said, and by the way, some of the things we talk about here, we're going to talk more Mm -hmm. about, discuss further in depth in the summit, it made sense. And in Jessica's case, it's so that I made uh, five sales, in the first 48 hours that the interview went live and Jessica, last time I talked to her, she checked her stats and she said that when those conversions happened, the episode had less than 100 downloads. Hmm. Just let, let's, let's let that sink in for a second. I spent 33 minutes of my time. Yeah. There were less than 100 downloads and I made five sales that turned okay. out to be $500. So you see that that's Quality. not... Exactly. That's not about the quantity. It's about the quality. I was in front of an audience that was perfect for my messaging. (laughs) No, that totally makes sense. Exactly. Um, You have so much. Well, I mean, we could keep talking forever, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, so you help people um, start podcast shows or even if someone has a show, do you? coach and help them kind of ex- explain to me mm-hmm. how you how you do that uh yeah i well i do i will cover podcasting from both the technical side and okay. the business and strategy side so uh, usually people who come to me for the technical side are people who don't have a podcast yet right and people for the for the business and strategy side are of, are oftentimes people who already have a podcast but can i can i just drop the the value bomb for the after the interview real quick do you mind oh oh my god i totally forgot about that yes go ahead yeah uh, okay so no because you know because i mentioned mentioned it and then you can't not deliver i would be making a a disservice okay so once you have identified your your ideal podcast there is one question you should always ask every guest uh, Uh sorry every host yeah and it's who is your ideal listener? Because you may have anecdotes, case studies, examples, and depending on the audience, they, some uh, examples are more relevant than right. others. Some, totally some examples resonate better with some people. So that's for kind of the before the interview. After the interview, I was saying, and this is for both being a guest and host, that you have one to two minutes to quickly talk with the person, whether that's the host or the guest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you had a great time, th- just let them know. 
whether it was one of the best interviews you conducted or you think you they were great interviewers let them know and what i really like to do lindsay is i really like to take it one step further when many people just say okay thank you so much Uh, i'll let you know when it's online bye and they hang up i take one more minute and i ask a couple of questions the first one i always ask the person is it okay if I connect with you on LinkedIn and Facebook so that we're super connected? And that gives me uh, a motivation to, first of all, connect with the person on different social media platforms and also to learn more about their life, both professional and personal. And that turns the table and I go from being just an interviewer to somebody who's in the network. So that's the thing I do. And the second thing I ask them, if I can help them in any way. So if I'm the one interviewing, I'm, I would ask, do you enjoy do, doing interviews? I'm happy to introduce you to some people. I do that. And, and when I have time, I also write LinkedIn recommendations. And people really remember those kind of things because nine out of 10 podcasters, if not more, don't do those kind of things. So yeah. those kind of things are really going to help you stand yeah. out and will make sure that if you want to collaborate with some, somebody later on, regardless of what the collaboration is, they're going to be happy because you've been a person who has done nothing but helping them. Yeah, that's true. Thank you for that. And thank you for interrupting me as I missed that completely. No, so, so actually, sorry I interrupted you. but No, I'm glad I'm... you did. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, see, you helped me be a better host. <laughs> goodness. Um, so yeah, so going back to um, how you work with people, how you help them, um, mm-hmm. you strategize coaching. I believe you have an academy coming up. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so how does that work, Jan? Yeah, yeah. So I, I teach and work with people in different ways mm-hmm. through my podcasts. As we said, I do coaching, a one-on-one. And then I have this, uh, the Podcast Success Academy, which is my uh, latest project. And yeah, I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's a membership site. So if you're a person who's interested in learning how to plan, launch, market, and monetize your podcast, yeah, then that's the place for you. And we cover both that technical side of podcasting as well as the marketing business and strategy side we have uh, video courses we have downloadable resources like audio courses pdfs and then there's also a series of uh, monthly training sessions with experts every every month and we cover topics that are going to help you not only being a, a better podcaster but really having also more impact in your business. So for example, we're going to have a course on how to build authority and how to get featured in big publications. And that doesn't really matter what industry you're in. Totally. If you want to build social proof, that's something you want to check out. So that's just an example. And the site is, uh, I know you're going to have it in the show notes. Mm. It's the name Podcast Success Academy. And yeah, the doors literally just opened a, a few days ago. And I, I know that uh, you, Lindsay, are also going to be there, part of the community. And that's also an important part that often as podcasters, we tend to be a bit isolated, even if we may be interviewing people. Yeah. So there is also a community aspect to that. So it's also an opportunity to really connect, not only to learn, but also to connect with more people. And also many of the speakers who come every month are people who hang around in the community and they are available to, uh, to 
answer more questions even beyond the call. So that's the podcast. That's perfect. And it's, it's true. Like some of the things that you said today, it's, we don't necessarily think about what the goal is or what the strategy is mm-hmm. or how to be the best host and how to be the best, you know, guest. It's, we just kind of, you know, jump up and, and do it because, you know, we know that it's a good thing to do for our marketing, but we may not necessarily kind of get clarity surrounding you know, what our methods and strategies are surrounding it. So, yeah, no, that's a good point, Lindsay. And I, you know, and I recently worked with somebody who, who in their industry, they are really big or like they have a very big impact and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then when we did something, a couple of things for me, they were kind of obvious because basically this person was making a big mistake that, that because didn't, understand how or didn't look at podcasting from a different perspective so when it comes to being and actually that's a one tip that maybe i can quickly sandwich in here if it's okay with you (laughs) of course (laughs) and this again is for both the host or guest keep in mind we talked about at the beginning of the conversation that we can listen to podcasts almost everywhere anywhere anytime whether we are walking whatever we're driving so you have to keep that in mind because if you as the host or guest during the interview mention five, six, seven, ten different links, nobody's going to remember those yeah. because people are doing something else. So my advice is, if possible, try to mention as the guest, try to mention a specific link. If you have to pick one, pick your site or a specific downloadable resource. And if you're the host, if you have to pick one link, pick the, the show notes page yeah, because that's absolutely. the page where anyways you link to everything. All good so stuff is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's important because really nobody's going to remember three, four, five different links, especially if they may be right. even long links or they don't know about the spelling and stuff. So it's better to pick one and then direct people there. So they have to remember only one thing. Awesome. You have shared so many awesome tips and we'll of course have your site in the links on our show notes, of course. Um, but gosh, I think this is one of my longest, uh, interviews, but you have been oh, awesome. No, this has been <laughs> fabulous. I could have you on for longer. Um, but unfortunately that is it for today's episode. <laughs> so thank you so much, Jan, for taking your time and, and helping out uh, our audience with your great feedback. This was a lot of fun. Captain, thank you so much. So long. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. All right, folks. So you, of course, can go to lindsayphillips.com to find this episode, my videos, blogs, and so forth. And, of course, look at my company page for how our Smooth Sailing Online Support can help you with your business. That will be ssonlinesupport.com. So until next time, folks, I wish you all a productive and profitable week. And may the winds always be at your back. You've been listening to the Sailing to Success podcast, the show created exclusively for entrepreneurs and small business owners looking for a safe port in the storm of fast-paced business growth. To make sure you don't miss a single profit-boosting show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and www.sailingtosuccesspodcast.com. To learn more about how Lindsay and her team can help you increase customer service, run your business more effectively, and increase your profits, go to www.ssonlinesupport.com. That's www.ssonlinesupport.com. Now go and implement what you've learned and come back next week for more Sailing to Success podcasts.